For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. Oh, shoot. I caught up. I caught up. I caught up. I caught up. We're good. Don't worry about it. This is you. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Like in those like old Asian or like Chinese movies or the Kung Fu movies, I mean. I love how you knew exactly what I was Mm -hmm. doing before. (laughs) (laughs) Put the subtitles in there. Thank you guys for joining us uh, for another new episode. Before we get into this week's topics... Don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribing. And don't forget to like the video. Oh, my God. I can't believe I actually got to say that at the beginning of the video. That's the first claps in there. I know. We're going to add some claps. So, yeah, we noticed that a lot of you guys, you know, we're looking at our analytics. Mm-hmm. If you're going to come and visit our channel every single week, you might as well subscribe exactly. and get notified. Exactly. Press the little bell thingy and like the video. Send us a comment. It really helps us out and lets mm-hmm. us know what you guys like to see, what you might not want to see. Um, we love hearing your feedback. So yeah, keep up with us by subscribing mm-hmm. and don't forget to follow us on like Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're going to get into today's episode. No, but before we even started the podcast, we were already going kind of back and forth oh, on yeah. exactly like what is ethnicity versus like nationality. Cause not to make that look bad, but she was saying that like Why Asian you- is an ethnicity or Indian is an ethnic or Ethiopian is an ethnicity, but that's not an ethnicity. But why isn't it? Because Ethiopia itself, like, like you would identify nationally, like you would say you're Canadian. It's like saying you're Canadian, basically like that. Like Canadian is not an ethnicity. So the difference is the country you're identifying with versus the exactly. ethnic background. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, when, that's what, when that's we, what nationality is. When we put it like that, yeah. it makes more sense. Okay. No, but we weren't discussing nationality. We were speaking race. What was the original question? Let's go okay. back to that. Okay. We got a really interesting question slash suggestion from one of our followers. Um, we're going to put your username here because I don't want to butcher it, okay? Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's the name, is it? <laughs> I'm not going to try to read it. Mamatuku. <laughs> that's what it says. Okay. Mamatuku. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you pronouncing it because it has two M's? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless that's their their first name. It's like M. Matuku. That might be it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you sent us a really interesting question. So we're going to talk about it this week. Um, so they asked us, what do you identify as first? And could you explain the hierarchy? For example, nationality first, ethnicity second, religion third, class, which is like financial 
financial ranking yeah uh, and gender last and how has each group contributed to who you are today that's the mm-hmm. first part of their question they then said white americans tend to define themselves via nationality and gender first whereas black americans tend to go with eth- ethnicity nationality gender then religion african people tend to start with their tribal group first then religion when they said in india it's class first gender second and ethnicity last Mm-hmm. So I thought this was really interesting. And then we were kind of like, you know, we kind of like, it's, it's sort of like pre-gaming. Like we were having this conversation before we actually started the r- recording. Yeah. But like, I kind of want to like explain yourself because your point was interesting. What point was I making again? We were arguing over ethnicity versus nationality, but. Well, yeah. But you we, never actually I said I think you agree you, with all I was saying. It's because like. No, I do. Yeah. I just, in my head, I don't know. I think I mixed up nationality. I guess, I, actually, no, no, no. Going back to what she's saying, there are people who would identify with their nationality first instead yeah. of any, their ethnicity or their color or whatever, that kind of thing. So that's actually one way someone might, would... Because I guess technically, mm. I do identify first as my nationality. You, so you say you're Canadian first. No, no. My nation, I like like my parents' nationality. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay yeah, okay, that's okay. what I mean. So like I'll say I'm Ethiopian because usually you're already in Canada. So the context is that like you are in Canada. So you're sort of already mm-hmm. Canadian in a way. Mm-hmm. And then if someone's asking you like, what's your nationality? You're not going to say Canadian. This kind of defeats the purpose of that, what they're asking. You kind of assume at that point that they're meaning like, okay, what's your background? And yeah. at that point you'll say, because like, even though we are mm-hmm. Harari, mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to... Sometimes you just don't want to go into saying, I'm from Hutter. And they'll be like, where's Hutter? I'll be like, it's in Ethiopia. They'll be like, where's Ethiopia? I'll be like, it's Africa. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so like, what's Hutter? And it's like, it's a city. And then you kind of like mm. break... Unless like you have time for that. To be honest, I'll be completely honest with you. I will only ever tell another East African that I'm Harari. Exactly. I'll so never tell like, people who are outside of that. Because they'll, they just won't get it. Yeah. So in a way, there's like a hierarchy to uh that conversation Mm. depending on who you're speaking to i don't know if that's the right word to be using but like you kind of just you adjust yeah the information that you share exactly depending on what how much context that person has yeah right like uh it's funny because i was listening to a podcast the other day uh from the extra gravy podcast they had a comedian on there Mm -hmm. and his his nationality is indian well he he but his ethnicity is sikh sikh that isn't that a religion Huh? But I no. believe it's also oh Punjabi. Sorry, is Sikh a religion? Huh? Is yeah, Sikh, Sikh is a, is a religion. Sikh. They call it Sikh. Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Sikh. No, yeah, no, no. yeah it is, is it a religion or is it? Yeah, a it's a religion. It's a religion. What do you mean? You you literally have Jagmeet Singh like one of the biggest representations it, of they, it. They call it a culture. What? That yeah, that's like saying Islam. Islam is a religion, oh, and people oh, also yeah, say yeah, there's Islamic yeah, my culture. Bad, my bad, my bad. Come my on, Sada. No, because you know, like people be like, oh, you sick haven't spent people. enough time in the West End. That's sick why. Sikh people, like Sikh. Yeah, so but they're they referring call it to sick, their religion, so, huh? They're referring to their religion. Exactly. Not, it's like Muslims, like saying, "Oh, those Muslims." Exactly, exactly. Eh? But I believe their ethnicity is Punjabi. Yeah. Yeah. And because they're from the region of Punjab. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was I saying? But yeah, he's like, he's a comedian mm-hmm. and he's recently started to, he, he's in Canada, mm-hmm. but he recently started to uh, open up for uh, an Indian comedian in India. Mm. And he realized that like, even how he approaches comedy is completely different because those people have the context uh. of what he's talking about. So culturally and like religiously and all that stuff, they kind of know what he's talking about. So he doesn't have to kind of explain 
his jokes in a way mm-hmm. like he doesn't have to give them that context to begin with so he knows that he can like be a lot more loose with them and like mm-hmm. take make more like cultural jokes and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yeah that, that was just something uh interesting there with uh how you approach like conversation depending on who you're speaking to yeah but like going back to the original question how how would you like what's your order of identification well th- th- that that's what i'm saying like mm. it depends on who i'm talking to if i'm talking to someone from canada like a white person just just to say it out loud <laughs> like that but like if i'm talking to a white person i'm gonna say ethiopian because that's the easiest most direct way and i'm pretty sure that majority of white people even though there are, surprisingly there are some who don't know at least have heard of ethiopia but so so you go with your like nationality first yeah i go with else. nationality first and like, then uh, and then at that point, if maybe the person has some context of that, then I would say I'm from Harar. Oh. I'm Harari. Okay. And like, then? Uh, or, and actually, yeah, I would say, and then after that, what's, that? No, what's the next step? Um, I don't think I've ever identified, like, physically told. No, I have told people I'm black, but, like, more of. They can't m- physically tell? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I never actually had to say I'm black. Like, you can kind of mm. tell. Like I've never I've never spoken to someone on the phone and had to tell them I'm black or anything like that. <laughs> um, actually, no, I'm lying. There is one instant instance because there was like one guy I was speaking to in my job. Like I mentioned before, I speak to other technicians in America and stuff. Mm. And he was black, and he wanted to like talk about something. It's like, are you black? And I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> like he, your name's Amir. Yeah, mm. he wanted to kind of like fi- before he like went into the conversation because he's like, nah, this is like black people stuff. Okay, that I need to make so sure funny. you had the card first. <laughs> that is so funny. and then once he found out i was black he's like yeah at that boy we were like buddies and all that <laughs> stuff but um so that's when it's maybe the one time that has kind of come up mm. but thankfully in canada mm-hmm. in general i haven't really been confronted with the fact that i was black like i know that like, maybe in america there's a lot you of mean people like out in there. a negative way yeah in a uh, negative way yeah, yeah, yeah so i've never had to like identify myself as black mm-hmm. it's just just i am black even though there are people out there who would tell you oh you're not black like you're i don't know what else can you be other than black like in your skin they say like you're some type of indian or something i don't know or some type of south asian do you ever feel the need to like identify with your age (sighs) nah i don't think ever identified with my oh yeah actually yeah like it depends on the conversation like i'm speaking to younger kids i'm gonna be like i'm old guys i know because especially (laughs) now with working out and everything and my body's like all crickety and stuff (laughs) then i'll be like um mentioning my age at that point like if you were in a room of people you don't know and you guys are doing ice icebreakers and they're like okay tell us about yourself mm-hmm. so you i would, would never mention my age so but you would first and foremost you would always say you're ethiopian yeah i would say i'm ethiopian if they wanted to know more, more about me i would say i'm ethiopian if i had the time i would say i'm ethiopian from a place called Harar in mm-hmm. ethiopia mm-hmm. and i might say like it's an eastern part of ethiopia like I'd, like give them some type of context of where it is or idea of where it is on geography geographically mm-hmm. and then at that point i'll be like I'm also actually I don't know if I've ever actually mentioned that I'm Muslim either. Like most people can kind of gather that. How? It's For my obvi- name. I guess it isn't what about obvious. Amir Johnson. Who is oh, Amir yeah. Johnson? Is he he a used to be a basketball player? player for the Raptors, oh, yeah. For the Raptors? Yeah. Isn't he the guy that had AIDS or something like that? What? Can you Google that? <laughs> I feel like he had AIDS. I don't think he had you're you're thinking oh, you're thinking of uh uh um uh, the L.A. player. Ah, shoot. Oh, now Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Sada. <laughs> and no wonder it didn't come up. Okay. Come on now. Amir Johnson. What does he look like? Oh, his name is Amir Johnson? Yeah. You do not want to know who I thought this guy was. Who would you think he was? You know the guy with the really big eyes? James Harden, I think. James. Yeah, Harlow. you thought that was James Harden? 
don't, have you yeah. never looked up a photo of james harden i mean i did nah nah you didn't you did not think that was james harden calm down now no i did he oh you know he looks you know, look he looks different here nah forget wait that. so black people have the name amir I don't know. What is he? Maybe like he has a background where his parents. No, but there was a time in the 80s and 90s or 70s and 80s. I can't remember exactly a time frame mm-hmm. where there's a black power movement. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were choosing to get rid of their like Anglo-Saxon. Is it Anglo-Saxon names? White names, essentially. Yeah. And choose more African, African Arabian style names. Like that's why you see a lot of people who may not be Muslim, but they'll have yeah. names like Amir or uh khalid or like um yeah like the singer exactly right yeah. you'll see you'll find a lot of them have that name like uh yeah, that makes sense exactly so it's because they try to adopt more african uh centric names okay i get that yeah so that was a big move and of course there was also like the the, the muslim what was it called again the nation of islam nation of islam that was uh, uh big at the time and that also had a big influence on the people choosing their names See? Fun fact. Mm-hmm. But uh, what were we getting at? Uh, your ide- like how you identify. Yeah. So I guess Whoa, he's six nine. Okay, let me not look stop looking. I know. I was just interested. Okay. So well, how do you identify then? Well, I was waiting for you to ask me this because I okay. feel like it's so different from you. Yeah. Um, I. You know what? I actually identify as Ethiopian as well. Mm-hmm. just because i just can't be bothered explaining where like exactly like i said before like if it's someone who's east african or just like <laughs> ethnic in general yeah. like you know someone who kind of knows like or they don't have to be ethnic it could be a white person too but mm-hmm. like if they seem to care where exactly i'm from yeah i'll, I'll tell them harar but most mm-hmm. of the time they're like how do you say that harar yeah so i'm like i don't want to get into all that like okay. for some reason even when i'm saying harar like i try and like no whenever I i'm saying say to them like <laughs> see but i try and say it in a way that they'll maybe under like at least their ears will catch it because i feel yeah. like if you say harar, yeah, harar like, or like, like you just say you like say? that yeah they, it, they'll think like you just said some mumbo jumbo or something like well it, when it, i say i'm harari i'll be like just say ferrari exactly like see so and just roll the r's oh okay harari? when you're trying to tell them how to say like phonetically or whatever yeah i think that's how you say it but ethiopian first mm-hmm. i almost never tell people i'm muslim because i literally am a hijabi so it's very very obvious mm-hmm. for those that are more ignorant and maybe n- don't know why i wear like they've mm-hmm. i've been asked if i wear this for cultural reasons mm-hmm. i'm like maybe you live under a rock so i explain islam to them in that sense yeah um and then age actually comes up a lot for me really i don't personally identify with my age but a lot of times people think like can you identify with an age yeah like you'll like you know when you're told to like describe yourself or whatever you know people think that i'm like fresh out of university and i'm like no Mm -hmm. i've lived some life okay yeah i am old (laughs) that happened to me today like the guy was Mm -hmm. like oh you're i was in the gym he was was talking about my dad randomly and he's like oh you're young don't worry about Mm -hmm. it and i was like Mm -hmm. "Uh, i'm actually i'm like almost turning 30 he's like (laughs) what <laughs> like i thought you were like 20 or something like that yeah. you don't look like you're 30 but which is always a compliment like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be offended but age comes up in that sense mm-hmm. um i never ever ever identify with like class like financial mm-hmm. that's like not a thing here maybe like in in india like that no in india it's a huge thing yeah yeah but like and here what are you gonna say i'm middle class like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm probably not even middle class like uh, that's the thing like the, the hard thing about that question is that you identify with mm. your who you, with certain traits or not certain traits. What is it like? Um, your character. 
What yeah, certain about? certain parts of yourself, depending on the context of the conversation. Like, y- you won't identify yeah. with the fact that you're middle class until you're speaking about some financial situation or true. like you won't identify with the fact that you're black unless you're talking about black issues you won't that that identify so yeah so yeah. it depends on where you are mm. and uh, where you are and what the context of the conversation is right yeah so it, that kind of changes even yeah. though we do have a hierarchy it yeah, will yeah. always it's fluid yeah it changes depending on what you're talking it's, about it's never fixed exactly but i feel like we can both agree that most of the time we'll identify first as ethiopian yeah like generally yeah generally the first thing if someone says who are like what's your uh i don't know tell, tell me tell you. us about yourself mm. exactly you know how those like, awkward I've work been... situations are like tell you about yourself and those like icebreakers the first thing you'd probably say is uh, like hi my name's amir i'm you know what Ethiopian. it is though? i yeah. think it's because especially here in, in um, canada mm-hmm. toronto like it's so multicultural here and usually people are very fascinated like they'll always be like oh where are you from yeah when you're not when you're not white which is very interesting. They'll mm-hmm. ask you, where are you from? And you could be like, oh, I was born here. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But where are you from? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, have you ever gotten that? Yeah. So you're and, like, uh. <laughs> and there was a time where like that was seen as like a negative question. Yeah. But I never I remember those days. And I never really understood why people took it so negatively saying like, oh, where are you from? That kind of thing. Cause because like, they assume that you immigrated here. But it's like, no, I was born here. Yeah, but people are usually trying to ask for your background. Yeah, of course, it's it's it, some people don't want to go into it. Like I mentioned, I don't want to go into the the whole harder thing. But at least if you tell them, like, okay, I'm from Ethiopia. I don't know. It just opens a nice conversation. Like you, maybe you don't like that first. Maybe the, you think of it as like a microaggression. Mm. I know that word's kind of gone away for a while, but it, it's still some. It's still part of the vernacular or whatever. But um, microaggression happened to me once. Yeah, but you can look at that microaggression as like an opportunity to teach someone something right like this one guy asked me if i spoke english and i was gonna box him right in see his like face. that's that's i wouldn't call that a microaggression yes it absolutely is that's like a slightly more aggressive situation <laughs> oh yeah it was it was a macroaggression <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like and he was like excuse me yeah do you speak english and i was like Actually, I can't say this on a podcast. No, come on. This part's bad. I can't say this part. This part you actually have to cut out. Are you, don't say it then. Okay, but I'll tell you after. I'm okay. going to forget. Okay, say it. I was like, are you deaf? That's that not that bad. Like, that that like, can you hear me? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you can't speak English. I was like, yeah, I was born here. And you? Why'd you get so mad? Because. Mm-hmm. Why the hell are you asking me if I can speak English? You know what? He just assumed I couldn't speak. Now I'm getting mad. You know what? People have to realize that like... Think of the dumbest person you know. I'm telling you, there are, there's, there's, there's half of the population is dumber than that person. No, but for me, so I like, know why he asked me. Yeah, because I'm not white, and I wear a hijab. So in yeah, his there's mind, a lot of people who are ignorant. Okay, they don't know. Some like, of the smartest people are Muslim. Like I just don't understand. It, it was so like when he asked me that, he really asked me that because he, he wanted directions. So you yeah. know what I said to him? I was like, "Oh, good luck, buddy. Don't why? worry." Because I didn't want to help him. Are you dumb? But like that's the thing. I he every, labeled me, huh? He labeled and misjudged, so I wasn't gonna help him. I was like, get lost. I guess that's where we're, we're different. Like for you're me, you're too nice for that. I, I can't. It's not. It's not even. It's like it's like okay, whatever. You know, they're ignorant to who I am. Maybe they assume certain things, and you probably assume the same thing. Like let's say you you are walking in like Chinatown or something, right? And you <laughs> okay. see like a Chinese lady who's running a store or something. Yeah. Will you assume that her English is like if she started speaking? fluent english yeah. would you immediately be like in your mind wouldn't she be like oh she's like really good at english no why would, would you I, not why i feel like it'd be like okay maybe no. i'm just ignorant like okay whatever i, I like, absolutely wouldn't because to me like yeah 
and I <laughs> I make this joke with my parents all the time, but I I find people who have immigrated to Canada like yeah. they're almost smarter than us. First of all, they they're fluent in their own language. Mm-hmm. Then they have to like learn especially if they're running a business here, they have to learn English and speak English yeah. and do business in English to cater to customers here. Yeah. So I'm never going to assume that they don't speak English just because they're in a specific area or mm-hmm. they're from a specific, like that's, that's so dumb. That's like literally, uh, uh, what's the word? Hypocritical, mm-hmm. you know? I'm just saying you could have thrown on the charm and been like, cause usually in, my, in those situations, like if I found myself in that situation, I would be like, you assume that I didn't know English because I'm black. Eh, don't worry about it. You know, but just see, know I, that for next time. And then you tell them exactly. You help them out and be like, okay, no, I, go on someone, your way. I, I don't know. I I can't. Like for me, if someone mm-hmm. assumes something that's like a microaggression towards me, mm-hmm. I will not feel obligated to turn on charm to appease to them. You should be apologizing to me and say, sorry for misjudging you. Well, yeah, that's what you see. Like you didn't even give him that opportunity. I didn't want to exactly I see so, what you say. so like when i when when i the way that i approach them i would expect some type of like oh sorry man i that kind of thing if they say that okay we're good mm. yeah and then, i was on the ttc so i'm not nice on the ttc <laughs> <laughs> oh we got to get like a ttc worker on here so it's all the stories they could tell us i know no, someone right. maybe we can get them <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know that's just how we're different i guess in that case i'm yeah. drenched in sweat I know, right I'm, like, I'm telling you right now we're glistening right now yeah, it is <laughs> like so summer came early in toronto guys it is it was literally like 30 degrees today yeah i'm not complaining it's yeah. just hot in this room the lights are here we need to oh, invest yeah. in a fan do you have a fan it, we have a screen behind us it can't oh, blow yeah. the fan that's the one thing about using a green screen is that you literally can't have any breeze in the room we're gonna buy more of these clips and clip them to the legs of this yeah we can do that and then yeah. get it a little bit better um <laughs> yeah but that's just definitely like uh i just got so worked up with <laughs> really yeah so like it, it just so do you have any other instances where you had like a microaggression like that yeah when people see my name really yeah like sada they, i feel like sada is such a, like a generic name even like white people have the name sada no i know but like i think that they <laughs> i guess ali kind of throws it up yeah a little bit and you know and i appreciate these people so i don't i guess i don't see it as a microaggression but i've had people that are like how do you pronounce your name is it like sarah sarah and i'm just like you don't know how to roll your r's just stick to sarah don't try to butcher the sarah like just mm-hmm. leave it at leave call me sarah sarah yeah whatever you want you know no you can just tell them like if, if someone i'm like i'm like correct the correct pronunciation of my name is sarah they're mm-hmm. like they try to roll their r's and they you know yeah. and i'm like just don't butcher my like i literally have the easiest name in the world like there's no way you can butcher the name yeah you either say it sarah or you say it sarah yeah or some people want to say sarah whatever what was the difference sarah versus sarah and then sarah the, sarah we will we, we'll, Oh my god, I can't speak. We roll oh, the, the tongue. Uh, yeah. I see what you mean. Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that, and like maybe the spelling of my name, but that's not really a microaggression. That's just whatever. Yeah. Other than that, I'm trying to think. Oh. What? Uh, more so, it's not necessarily to do with my race, but it's like your hijab. Mm-hmm. Aren't, aren't you hot in that? Yeah. Do you ever want to take it off? I wonder what your hair looks like. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Which sometimes it's, it, it stems from curiosity, like, mm-hmm. and I can tell, right? Like. You can tell when someone's being shady towards you. Yeah. Because of their tone. And then when someone's just genuinely curious. Yeah. You know? Like, I know a lot of my team, like the the girls on the team. Mm-hmm. 
they when the pandemic started and we were working from home and we had to like do teams meetings and stuff i think i wore hijab for like the first week and i was like yeah i can't do this <laughs> oh was it like all women anyways no like whenever there was like a mixed meeting i would yeah. i would keep my hijab on or just keep the camera off yeah um but then when it was like one-on-ones and stuff my managers would all be like that's what you look like i'm like dang you were probably so curious you know you should have put like the bald filter on it's like (laughs) you found out (laughs) rumors are true guys exactly (laughs) but but yeah i don't know have you ever had any microaggressions happen to you uh no i don't think so ever no i don't think i've ever like if anything from a place of privilege right now no no no, because okay that's the things because like i'm always i'm not it's not that i'm that sounds kind of bad. It's saying I'm not looking for it, but like, oh, you're just like oblivious to I'm it. I'm always so oblivious to it, mm-hmm. and like, I'm always like on the like the go and like just throw on that charm, just get out of that conversation. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm always just trying to get out of the conversation. Oh, this is where you and I differ. See me? Yeah, I'm looking for problems always. See, no, okay? never. Confrontation. For me, I like try any conversation. I try and get into that conversation, get out of it as like I'm like on a speed run or something. Like I try and get out quick. This is where our personalities truly sh- like the yeah. difference, like the introvert versus extrovert. Yeah, really shows. They See, because like for me, if you don't give them enough time to kind of show their true colors, mm. even though I don't deal with a lot of people like that to begin with, mm. then um, you don't really encounter it that much, right? But I also feel like because you're a male and you're kind of like you're not racially ambiguous. I mean, uh, eth- ethnically ambiguous, but yeah. you kind of are at the same time. Yeah, because so I have could- gone in like a very wide range of like yeah <laughs> right so yeah. like you i feel like mm-hmm. you really maybe just have not experienced any sort of microaggressions yeah. but like for me mm-hmm. i feel like i'm a freaking triple minority yeah i feel like if i did have a like three skin tones darker then i would definitely have seen a lot more racially yeah 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 yeah. because yeah, sure. definitely like i'm not i wouldn't consider myself light skin but there's definitely like degree of uh what do they call privilege depending on how how dark your skin is right true yeah and that's a whole other conversation dark skin <laughs> lives matter too okay yeah yeah and that's <laughs> definitely like a huge issue that that's a whole other convo for another day yeah like you said, we'll have to bring that up yeah is it a microaggression if you if you're like if i was black like if i asked someone what's your background mm. and they said canadian i'm like no what's your background background would that be a microaggression because if a white person did it people would think of it as a microaggression but if i did it Mm. would it be well okay so i guess it depends on how you ask because Mm -hmm. you know when we were growing up we everyone loved the question what's your background Mm -hmm. but you have to now in your adult life i think you have to be more specific so you got to say what's your ethnicity Mm -hmm. because if you say what's your background yeah someone could be like i'm canadian but isn't that kind of like nitpicking not really like like if let's say you have a new coworker. You don't know anything about this guy. Yeah. He is whatever color, purple. Yeah. Let's just say whatever his race is. And then you're like trying to get to know him. So he's telling you mm-hmm. his name. Yeah. I worked here before. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, where are you from? What's your background? Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, what do you mean? So you'd be like, oh, what's oh, and your, then you what's would your say ethnicity? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, if they ask, if they wanted more context on what you mean, you give them more context. But that's how I was asked. Yeah. Actually, no. <laughs> because you understand right away no someone assumed what i was they said yeah. oh you're this right yeah and i was like no they're like oh oh, oh they assume okay yeah people that's w- when we we're going back to that whole like being racially ambiguous sort of ethnically like, ambiguous ethnically ambiguous that's what i mean ambiguous <laughs> 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 uh but that's a lot of people would assume like um because I would go to a lot of buildings, especially in my technician days where I was going to a lot of sites. Mm. Like if it was a Caribbean or like a 
yeah, Caribbean dude, he'd be like, oh, you're Jamaican? I'd be like, nah, bro, I'm Ethiopian. He's like, okay, Rastafari or something like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or funny. if like um, I was dealing with like a Guyanese guy, he'd be like, oh, you're Guyanese? Mm. No, it's like, and if I dealt, there's one time where this guy thought I was uh, South Asian. He's like, what type of South Asian are you? He don't see your hair? No, because I had my hair short. Like I had a cut, oh. right? So I, I guess maybe because he couldn't see, it wasn't really nappy. It was kind of like this. Mm. It was more in waves um and also it was in the middle of summer so i was a little bit darker too okay yeah. and i had a little bit more no i had a uh, less facial hair at the time so i don't know maybe that kind of <laughs> you do look kind of brown when you don't have yeah <laughs> so that's what it was right because he was brown as well uh, oh, okay okay yeah but people will assume like my or they're not assume but they ask like oh are you this mm. i'm like no i'm ethiopian so i mm-hmm. i think like seven times out of ten i get somali mm-hmm. uh i've gotten sudanese quite a bit of times yeah sudanese is a big one too um and then actually there was this one story there was this filipino guy mm-hmm. and this is when i used to work in retail like a couple years ago and um he was like a customer in the store he came and then he goes you're ethiopian right and i was so stunned i've never ever like mm-hmm. and he wasn't usually like uh, the only time someone guesses right is if they're also ethiopian yeah but this guy's Filipino, so I'm like, how oh, He probably grew up with a like, lot of Ethiopians. <laughs> so I was like, how did you know? And I was so shook. He's like, and he starts speaking in Amharic. No. I was like, what <gasps> the hell? Like, I was like, okay, this, I'm, I'm being mind-effed right now. What? So I'm like, what are you? Like, who are yeah. you? So then he's like, oh, yeah, I used to live in Addis for like two years. Really? And then he calls his wife over. His wife starts speaking to me in Amharic. I'm like... Wait, but you, did you understand? Oh, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. know a little bit of him. How I understood yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And he was waiting for me to respond. I was like, sorry, can't help you there. Like, Oh, you no. Know? Yeah. But I was just so shook. How was their Amharic? Like, was it like... It was good. Really? Yeah, it wasn't like... Like, it was good. Like, as yeah. if he could speak it yeah. properly. And he's like, yeah, like, I love I love that culture. Like, I'm trying to teach my kids Amharic. I'm yeah. like, do you live here now? And he's like, yeah, we moved back. But, like, I, st- I still want to go back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Mm. Yeah, the Ethiopia is definitely like getting a lot more international um, visitors, I guess you could say, like people who are coming expats. to stay there, expats who are just coming to stay there, yeah, make a business because there is a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, like he said he had before. like a, he moved there for, for work. Yeah. And then he moved back when the, whatever he was doing is done. So on my rant last week, I was talking about how like I had to go to the washroom. Yeah. And like in the washrooms, I don't know why, but it looks like every man just purposely tries to make it look as horrible as possible by missing the toilet i don't know getting like stuff on the toilet you know what i mean um and there's not much to it but i was just saying like you have to remember okay you have to be considerate of your muslim brothers out here because as a muslim we're supposed to guys i'm telling you right now we're not supposed to use urinals okay we're supposed to use toilets and okay you people will say Go home. You know, why are you going to the washroom in the public? There are a lot of people who don't like doing that, right? Mm-hmm. I have no control over my bladder. Okay? <laughs> I literally go to the washroom like 20, 30 times a day. Oh, no, not 30 times. Okay. I go like, saying I go to the washroom, uh, go for number one, 20 times a day is a lot. is not a, because no, I'm constantly 10. drinking water. I would say you go like 10 times. 20 times? It like depends. It depends on what the environment is. If it's colder, I go to the washroom more. I don't know why. <laughs> if I'm colder, especially at work because it's like chillier in our basement. Where, where we were moved to <laughs> and like uh um i'm sitting down all day i go to the washroom more because i think it's just a cool environment makes me go to the washroom more but i do go to the washroom a lot and because we have to sit down that requires you to basically like you know clean it up or whatever right mm-hmm. 
So just be considerate of your Muslim brothers out there who have to sit down on these nasty toilets that you guys, <laughs> I was about to say, that you guys are, I can't even say these words. I'm just saying, be considerate because we're trying to, like, it, it's just wasakh everywhere. That's like, good. just that, that wasakh is like, it, it was really grinding my gears that week. And that's basically what I was trying to lead to. Muslim guys have to sit down on these toilets and you have to like spend time cleaning them. There are times where I literally take the paper towel and like put soap on it and start like washing it down. Amir? Because you have, Why? To, you have to go. You have to go. Just squat. What do you mean squat? You literally squat. You want me to show you how to squat over the toilet seat? How do you squat over oh. a toilet seat? Ladies, let me give Amir a lesson. Okay? What are you talking about? I'm about to show you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, let's just assume yeah. that this this seat here is yeah. the toilet, right? Yeah. Usually not this wide, but whatever. Okay? Mm -hmm. Then you just you do one of these. <laughs> just no. Like do yeah. women do that? D oh, my God. Yeah. Women, like, just squat over the toilet without touching it? Yeah. How do you, do you have that much control? It's an art. <laughs> it's not an art. It's a skill. Your legs, like, tremble sometimes when you're... <laughs> Well, because you know what it is sometimes yeah. sometimes like are you joking no i'm dead ass <laughs> they know okay the ladies that are listening to this are like they're probably like yep i've definitely squatted before it's a thing how do you like really have to go for like a long time like you know you're like number two in the washroom like number two yeah don't talk to me about it. i don't i don't go to the bathroom to do number two ever in public how do you have that much control i do my body just knows I must have a problem there because I can't control it. Gets, I just got to go. It shy in public. It's like, no. <laughs> really? I would rather suffer with stomach pain. <laughs> Actually? You know this. Yeah. You know this about me. Actually, on. no, no, no. There, I remember there was one time, our cousin, <laughs> we went to camp one time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we went, you know what this right is. So, like, we went to camp. Okay. okay, let me set the scene here. So, we went to this new campsite. We had this, like, yearly uh, communal camp that we go to yeah summer camp summer camp that we go to it's just for a long weekend mm -hmm. and um it was a new site so we were like trying to like figure out everything and we went to the washrooms you know you always got to check out the washrooms right just true. see how they are true true and when i tell you like this was like for you it was a horror story because literally the biggest spiders we have ever seen which campground was this albion hills i think it's like kelso or something like that it was the one it was the one that the bathroom and there's that giant hill right behind it oh that was kelso that was kelso right yeah yeah so that bathroom I literally that. had giant spiders when i say giant i mean like probably like the, the size of my palm in the washroom just hundreds of them above the toilets in the spider webs and an image in my head it was so bad we tried to get like the spray and um, this is like a horror story we took the like the spray to kill them and someone sprayed it and all you see is spiders raining from the roof when i say like these giant spiders raining from the roof and they weren't dying because they were so big i guess they were able to like survive it and they were crawling everywhere i have a nightmare about this i have it, a nightmare about this like i still to this day ha uh. like think about it and did you guys scream and run of course we scram. What are you talking? We were kids. <laughs> we scram. Yeah. <laughs> but oh I guess when saw this, he's like, "Nah, I ain't going to the washroom," <laughs> or like, "I ain't doing this." Right. So we were there for four <laughs> days. Right. This guy legitimately did not go to the washroom. I know he was sick after that. Yo, no. Day two. <laughs> day two. I didn't know he was doing this. Day two. 
I like walk out and he's just like slouched over on the picnic table, head down, just sitting there. And I walk up to him I'm like, yo, what's wrong? Like, what happened to you? He's like, oh, my stomach. I was like, oh, like, why don't you just go to the washroom? He's like, nah, man, I ain't doing it. I was like, wait, so you, you, you haven't been to washroom all day? He's like, I haven't been to the washroom since we got here two days ago. <laughs> and like... <laughs> I, I, felt, to hold it. I have no idea that's what i'm telling you there's some people who have that self-control like number two i get number one is really hard to hold i have no idea how he did it to this day and it was too, so bad to the point where i think our aunt was like leaving a little bit earlier on the trip mm. she took him with him to her house Indeed. and he stayed there until the end of the tr- until the end of our camp trip or whatever yeah so he could go to the washroom there and just stay there for the rest of the trip it was bad I have but, stories too, but I can't because it's about the girls and they're going to kill me if I ever talk about nah, it. But no, if they're no, no. listening <laughs> can't to this, expose them like that. Yeah, they we'll know. get them on here to expose them. Exactly. <laughs> I won't say their names, but if they're listening, they're probably laughing now. They're like, thank God she didn't say our names. No, nah, there, there's some horror stories. I've already went through my horror stories in the washroom, but or not the washroom, but in, in lack of having a washroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you want to voluntarily click on this, yeah. but if you want to hear our bathroom horror stories, listen to the TMI episode yeah definitely go back it's one of our earliest episodes um when we were still figuring out what topics to talk about we were like (laughs) you know let's just expose everything at first we did we pulled an m&m literally you you know what the m&m means right like you expose everything at first so no one can use it against you oh is that what you did yeah a lot of people don't get that reference so i thought i don't know Mm. if you would get that did you understand no i just you know i I don't want to look dumb anymore so i just play along like i know exactly that's why i wanted to kind of explain it there (laughs) but thank you for yeah no one watched eight mile come on i now. did watch eight mile yeah so you remember that part where like in the rap battle like you can't really if you expose everything about yourself mm. they can't really use anything against you in a rap battle right so that's essentially what he did he exposed everything about himself that like people could use against him and that's why he won the rap battle there i just spoiled eight mile for you guys <laughs> i didn't know that but good to know oh yeah <laughs> good to know but um but yeah i, I don't know how did we get to the topic? No, because I was talking about I was trying to finish the rant from last week, <laughs> right. but I didn't have the same energy, so I kind of just like just told it out there. Whatever, you know. I just had to make sure I finished that thought there. <laughs> it was a lot. It was gonna be a lot more passionate in the podcast that we did last week, but whatever. Um, just squat, Amir. Learn how to squat. I, I I still don't know how that physically works because I feel like your legs would still touch the edge, but I'll, I'll, I'm gonna no, try you it one just day. Gotta like I'll show you afterwards. Yeah. And then I don't know why when you mentioned squat, I legitimately like, you thought, like pictured a real you. Squat? No, I pictured you standing on like the on actual the toilet, toilet <laughs> and squatting on it. No, you're gonna no, fall no, no, into no. the toilet. Because <laughs> don't you remember though? Didn't you ever see those like warnings? Because in a lot of like Asian <laughs> locate or like uh, uh, places that have a lot of Chinese people, they have those signs mm. saying "Do not squat on top of it," and it'll literally have a person squatting on top of the toilet. I've hole. seen that. I've seen. Yeah, that. I never understood. I was like, "Who the hell would squat?" <laughs> no, because they don't. They don't know. They came from a country where they're squatting in a hole in the floor, right? Mm. Or going in a in a hole in the floor, and they're like, "What is this thing? Why do they have it leveled higher?" I'm just gonna stand on top of it. That's so dangerous. I, I guess it happened enough to have a sign made for it, so why not? Probably. Yeah. But I don't know if that's assuming too much, guys. I'm racist. I'm racist. Whatever. Okay. Not really. So I wouldn't say it's racist, but mm-hmm. I I just think that it's not just a guy thing to yeah. have disgusting bathrooms. We have really? To, oh my god. The worst is like you know when you really have to go. Yeah. And you open a stall and it's just like covered in like toilet paper and guff and mm-hmm. everything, and you're just like that heartbreaking feeling. You're like. 
And you just like start banging all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying like, to go across. Which one's the least bhakti, you know? You know, my all my go-to move at all times is handicap. Exactly. You already, <laughs> you already know that secret. Come on. You already know that secret. Handicap is always a <laughs> number one. Nobody uses it. Exactly. Yeah. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, I don't know. I wrote this down mm-hmm. because, you know, I was really just, you know, doing my thing, scrolling through TikTok, mm-hmm. and people who don't watch TikTok just skip to the next topic because you won't understand this, but... They might want to learn. Yeah. Like, okay, so you're scrolling through TikTok and you get like, goes through the algorithm. You might like accidentally like one video and you don't realize this, mm. but that video is like in the middle of France. Yeah. And then for some reason, TikTok thinks you're French now, aren't you? <laughs> so it starts feeding you a bunch of TikToks yeah. that are French and they're like interesting videos. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, let me check the comments real quick because you know these comments are going to be hitting, right? And you open those comments, yeah, all French. And you're like, and at that point, like, I don't know. I get FOMO on TikTok because so I'm like, what you, am I missing out on here? You don't try to decode it. I don't know how to. Yeah, you just like recognize one or two words, and you kind of get the gist of what they're talking about. You don't do that. Nah. Also, I just told him this like 30 seconds ago. Yeah. But on TikTok, if you hold down the comment, a little menu pops up, and you can just click translate. I don't think. I don't think that's that's. It is. I feel like that's exclusive to like iPhones or something. I don't know. I've never heard of that. I will literally open up a TikTok. Just they probably to show did him. that for people like me. Let's just okay. I mean, these are all in English, but let's just. You ever like example. go on the TikTok comments and it'll be all in different languages, and then you'll find that one person will be like, the only English uh, <laughs> comment here. Yeah, <laughs> if I you're look looking for, for that one English comment here. These ones are all in English, but okay, try in English and see if you can translate to another language. No, it translates to English because your phone is set. Like my. Are phone you set. sure that's something? Look, is that just an iPhone thing? Well, we'll test. Well, it yeah, we'll try it on mine after. Oh, because you oh you don't have Wi Fi, right? Uh huh. You don't have Wi Fi on this. Uh no, this one's like oh, dead. Okay. Yeah, my phone on this one's dead. Oh, now, nah, we'll but that was just something that annoyed me, and I felt FOMO from it, and I just wanted to bring it up because, like, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Where TikTok just, is, I feel like as big of a platform as it is because of the comment section. Exactly right. Mm. So when you can't understand the comments, it's like you're missing out on half of the the enjoyment of that content that you just watched, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there are some times where, like, you go to the comments immediately. Yeah. Like, you'll see that one little weird thing and be like, yeah. I'm gonna check out the comments, right? And, like, everybody else has the exact same thought. Yeah. And, like, oh, I flew to the comment section. Yeah, and guys can be dogs on there too, man. Oh, yeah. Because, like, if there's, like, one girl in the background all the, the way in the corner... What color was her Exactly. <laughs> so dumb. Like, so... Oh, my God. I roll with I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we already talked about this. I don't know why I felt like we already mentioned it. I, I don't... Because, okay, do you use Twitter? No. You don't use Twitter, right? Mm. I don't use Twitter either. But have you noticed, like, a lot of media is centered around Twitter. Like, if you yeah. ever hear anything about, like, something coming out coming up in pop culture, always it'll always be like, this person tweeted this, right? Mm. So, recently... Uh, the reason I want to talk about this is because Elon Musk recently bought Twitter yeah. for $44 billion. That's crazy. Which is a conversation in itself because like now literally if you have money, mm-hmm. you can buy, you can you can control essentially uh, anything. anything you want. 
I wish he would just give me like just a cool like five mil and I'd never bother him. Just, well, just that's any any millionaire really. Yeah, like yeah. Kylie. Well, this is all he could have done. But then again, you know what's kind of shady though? He Technically, shady, he didn't spend so. any money. Did he buy it with crypto? No, no, crypto's trash anyways. Oh, like, it's crashing okay. right now. But um, essentially, this is okay. Maybe this is another conversation we can have. So, mil- billionaires or even certain millionaires, depending on how much money you have, it gets to a point, especially ones that owns companies, it gets to a point where they literally never have to uh, use their actual money to be able to purchase things. So the way that he purchased Twitter, I, I'm I'm just going off off the top of my head right now, like from things I've read and seen stuff. So it might not be exactly uh, accurate, but it's somewhat how it works. So what he did is he used his Tesla stock as collateral to buy oh. Twitter. So he technically didn't, because they don't have money. Like they make a salary from their company of like $200,000 or something. Yeah. And they just have a bunch of stock in their oh. company, right? And that stock is what their net worth is. So whenever you hear about a billionaire's like net worth, like mm. like uh, um, uh, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or all these other, those are just the two main ones right now, or like Bill Gates, mm-hmm. a majority of that money or almost all of that money is uh, in stock, of their company or like uh, other companies, wherever they have invested in, but mainly their own company. And so technically they don't have that money, but if they were to sell all their stocks, they would have that money. Right. So it is technically part of their net worth. So how do they buy stuff? So essentially what they did with even uh, Twitter, you would think, okay, he would sell his stocks, get that money in cash and buy tick, uh, uh, Twitter. Twitter. Right. Mm. No, what he did is tell them, we'll give you stocks as collateral for this purchase here. So they give them $44 billion worth of stock. So technically he never pulled out any money. So that transaction, uh, I think maybe he can't get, he won't be able to get taxed on it or something like that. But essentially it's a way to like avoid getting taxed on it and being able to use that money. And there's a lot more that goes into it, but this is how billionaires get away with uh, doing things like this, like buying things for multiple billions of dollars. And it doesn't really affect them or what their net worth is in any way. Like he he's not he didn't lose forty four billion dollars in net worth now. He still technically has that stock. It's just all used as collateral to buy Twitter. You can even search it up right now. Let's see how he bought. Search how did how did, did Elon Musk buy Twitter? I literally did. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. shoot. <laughs> okay, yeah. See shares of social media company fails blah 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 blah. Okay, you know what? There was too much there to read, guys. Okay, I'm not going to go into that <laughs> that part. But let's just say that a lot of these billionaires are not really... Uh, they're, they're skirting the system, and that's how they're able to keep a lot of their wealth is by using these loopholes to be able to make these purchases without it really affecting their bottom line. And uh, and they can kind of, it's quote-unquote, rule the world if you want to be a conspiracy theorist. Um, I don't like Elon Musk. Did you see those tweets that he... Speaking of Twitter, did you see his tweets? No um you didn't see it about what okay so he said here he said if i die under mysterious circumstances it's been nice knowing you this person said you won't die before your day elon anyhow you are slash were a unique figure in this world i'm only wondering one thing as a genius haven't you found out that there is a great creator of this world yet if you did make sure you confess this before your last heartbeat bless you 
Then he responds and says, thank you for your blessing, but I'm okay with going to hell if that is indeed my destination since the vast majority of all humans were uh, ever born will be there is what he said. Mm-hmm. And then he said what his duty was. But like, that's but what's so wrong with that? I see no issue here. He said he's okay with going to hell. He's saying that because I don't think he truly even knows how. But wait, wait, like you can't. No, it's a very. If someone like, doesn't believe in something, I, personally, I saw that and I was like, Mm-mm. but I feel like that person's reply wasn't really the best thing to say either. Like, you're not going to give someone a khutbah or like a lesson in the middle of him tweeting about if I die under serious circumstances or something. Like, Twitter's not the place to do that. I know, but I I feel like he this was a very like arrogant. There was more. He tweeted something else. I just don't know where it is. I don't see any issue with that. I do. Because like, okay, let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. So, okay, so he's he's talking about like he's just making a joke like if I die under mysterious circumstances. That's you know, not the part that I have an issue y'all. with. And this, this guy is- comes back saying like you, you know, find God before you die. That kind of thing. He's saying like you're smart, so you should know that this world was created by some like by God. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And then he replied saying, you know, thank you for your blessing, but I'm okay with going to hell because for him, like they don't believe in it, so he had it has no real relevance to him. Like to me, when I read that at first, I was like, yikes. But then I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know what? He's saying this because he doesn't know the severity. He doesn't know how bad it's going to be. He doesn't because he does. He's never learned. Yeah. If you don't realize that something's going to be bad. But I don't see anything inherently negative or bad about the, his tweet back. I saw, it on, I saw it on Instagram. It was like screenshots of it. Mm-hmm. And there was an interesting point, And I should have screenshotted it to, to show you. Yeah. But I just remembered that when we were talking about him. So I just have a little bit of a... like He's, he's arrogant in, in and of itself. We're not going to disagree mm-hmm. on that. But this was just a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, it, I, but that, that one can be like... I feel like... I feel like um, uh, these days we're trying to train to be reactionary Mm. but if you just look at it like if you understand the context like this is not someone who's religious this is not someone who you even think would maybe believe in anything i i I just assume that he doesn't believe in anything at this point Mm. because he hasn't shown otherwise um so even the idea of hell is like they don't believe in it so it has no weight to them for us it has weight because we believe in it yeah but for him it has no weight so when for him for saying that it's very frivolous to say right so it's not like you can't really be annoyed at him for it. he did say thank you for the blessing you know that's the positive part there <laughs> i mean i guess yeah and it is and it is arrogant to say it's it that very way. arrogant but yeah but um why was there like a big reaction to that yeah a lot of muslim people were like this guy has no idea what he's in for like why would he say that really guys really okay i'm looking at you muslims right now you guys really are are gonna get at elon musk for that let me see if i can like find oh wait instagram's right here right Mm -hmm. let me just search it up uh let's go to the hashtag here we go I'm sure someone like posted. I don't. It. I don't think. I don't think it's a really a big thing. Like if Muslims made it a big I thing, I saw it like all we over have bigger Instagram. things to be. Uh, I mean, I know we have bigger about. thing. I know, I know, but I was just like, it was just like you know something that like yeah, it was something arrogant, but like it, it is by one of the biggest names out there in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, was that guy's response to that? Like, did he think he was gonna 
convert Elon Musk in the middle <laughs> I, of a tweet? I, I don't know. I, I truly don't know what, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he just thought like he would invoke some like, you know, sometimes you ask a rhetorical, maybe not a rhetorical question, but mm-hmm. he, sometimes you ask a question that'll get the other person to like. Yeah. Like, you know more. how, you know how like in Islam, uh, they say like, if you're trying to, um, let's say there's someone who's committing a sin mm. and they say like, sometimes you have to kind of let that person or not you, you have to hate in your heart but you let that person continue because you saying something to them might make them say something worse or do something worse oh yeah and this is an example of that this is an example of kind of coming someone like they don't know you yeah they don't know what you're about they don't know they probably don't know maybe he doesn't know anything about islam hmm. so he's coming out of like full left field for elon musk and his and his idea yeah and saying something and he's just kind of retort re, uh, uh returning back like almost with the same energy me like oh you uh um you're saying this i'm gonna just say something that's completely opposite and arrogant to you because like who are you to tell me this mm. that kind of thing right i'm not saying it's like completely right it is an arrogant thing to do but like what did you expect right and it's not really something I i'm gonna do. get mad about I mean, I, get I don't know. It. Sometimes the Muslim community can get me a little annoyed. No, I think I think it, it was the things that we get mad at. It wasn't that they were mad. They mm-hmm. were just like, it's one of those like, yikes. Like, why would you say that? Yeah, but like, it's Elon Musk. I mean, I guess I don't know. Him <laughs> like I don't know him like that. So yeah, whatever. They're actually, I did. I did speak to someone recently who worked with him. Oh, uh, directly with him, or just yeah, like, directly with him in his cool. early Tesla days. Oh. Uh, you don't know them, uh, oh. but uh, yeah, he did say like he's who you think he's like an eccentric billionaire mm. who's super arrogant and asks for um, things that are almost impossible. For like he he worked in a, on his engineering team, oh. so like he would he would ask for things that were almost impossible in engineering, and he'd be like, okay, get it done, that kind of thing. And he he's of course made a lot of money from it, and. It makes sense because his uh, idol is um, Steve Jobs, right? Mm. Who was very similar in how he uh, ran his company, right? This guy's like Steve Jobs on steroids, though. Yeah, because that's who he looked up to, right? Mm. So he's just going to take it to the next level. Steve Jobs just wasn't here long enough to kind of... um, He was a monster, though, low-key. Yeah, Mm. and and Elon Musk is kind of like taking that to the next level, right? Yeah. I don't know if he's just... I don't know. I've never met Elon Musk myself. Mm. I've only spoken to one, one person who has. He didn't say he was a monster, but he just said he's very like, he like he's like I want it done, get it done, that kind of thing. Just like you, you expect, like any billionaire boss. So if if you're a billionaire, like you've probably asked for the most from everybody, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's just an interesting thing. But mm-hmm. um, just to get back to the Twitter thing, when he bought Twitter, mm-hmm. um, he was talking about how because the issue with Twitter was that they were censoring a lot of right-wing conservative people yeah and saying like uh not saying they were not only censoring they were like um canceling banning them from the place like uh, i think uh trump was banned from it yeah and that was that's the biggest name that i i can just say right now mm-hmm. uh and elon musk said that like when he fully has control he's going to reinstate everyone who was can't banned from it and i want to know what your thoughts on that is I think Elon Musk is the type that'll like light the match, throw it on the house and just walk away and be like, "Mm." but what do you think of these people getting being let back? Do you think that like, because I guess it comes down to the conversation of free speech, right? Listen, do you think, okay, a simple answer. Do you think that uh, Trump should be allowed to come back to Twitter? 
Um, how bad were his tweets? Were they really? I mean, I guess they were really influencing Americans. Yeah, of course. And there was a lot of influence there. There was a lot of misinformation, all that stuff. But he's no longer you the. Look at it. He's no longer the president. So, like, are people really going to hold his words with much weight? Oh, there are a lot of people who worship him. Really? Yeah. Still, he still rallies to this day. He goes on rallies across the whole country. Like, what has he been up to? <laughs> like his his endorsement is a huge thing. So, like, he'll go because uh, the um midterms are coming midterm elections for america are coming up so he's going around to different rallies to support the people that he wants to put in place in government that kind he of should thing just go back to like running the apprentice huh nah he definitely i feel like he wants to get a second term he's gonna come back for 2024 if america votes him back in office mm-hmm. good what luck, yeah. i'm just I, I would be very shocked i know there would are- you be shocked though with all the things we've seen in the past you know Five, what? I think he, I think he would have a chance only because it's not like Biden's doing any better. So, yeah, like, have you heard or seen anything of Biden? In the uh, honestly, I don't care about American. Politics. And the reason, and the reason you're not hearing things because like the media is also like kind of playing into it. Like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like the media would love to have Trump back. The media alone, of <laughs> course, it would News suck would for the people. Yeah, but not only Fox News, CNN would celebrate too. All of them would celebrate. No, I feel like Don Lemon is that his name? Don Le- yeah. Lennon Lemon. Think about it. Like they had the most viewers because now all those companies True. like CNN, CNN tried to start a streaming service. Why? Huh? Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Just for all their CNN shows, that kind of thing. Oh. And it failed. They only got like 10,000 users and they had to shut it down <laughs> and get, and they spent $344 million on it. Why couldn't they use that to donate to like poor people? Why do every, why does everybody go to that? Why because can't they use that to donate to blah, blah, blah? Because that's not how that's Ooh. not how business works i mean i know they're just trying to make you can more say money. that for anything yeah i know i can like why'd you buy the latest model of your car you could have used that extra money bought an older car and spent it on because i am not in a position of wealth i'm not in a position of excessive wealth to save the world all people want to do is talk about how, how to make more money and then on the other hand people are talking about how global warming is going to kill everybody mm-hmm. and before that it's probably going to be all the people that are dying because they're starving or they can't afford housing or they can't afford or they can't get jobs so give them your money then problem solved i know that sounds a little bit arrogant Mm because it's a very blanket statement but it's like companies want to make more money Mm -hmm. people are being becoming poorer and poorer as the days go by because our economy is in like an insane amount of inflation right now yeah so it's like you want to create more business who's gonna buy your shit more other rich people uh yeah but that's a it's a very um interesting conversation like saying okay you could use that money to you know solve world hunger i know that people kind of say thing. that and it's kind of like to put you down or maybe like to discourage you to do mm-hmm. from doing that and it's not necessarily that i'm not discouraging business owners or people who have ambitions to create new businesses i'm not discouraging that mm-hmm. i'm just saying those the top one percent of wealth that have like enough billions to like elon musk is so rich yeah that he could give everyone a billion dollars and still have money left over yeah everyone in this world yeah, and I, but I've mentioned it before, it's, it's in the best interest of everyone in the world for there to be places that are, um, what do you call it, in poverty or like... Have, have, really? Yeah. Why? Cheap wealth. I mean, cheap cheap labor. If you had, if you, if you were to get everyone in the world, help everyone in the world, get them economic, economically savvy or like stable and all that kind of thing, where are they going to find their cheap labor? They're not really yeah, you, you should labor. Be, you, it just for everyone to have an idea like uh when you say 
this is a good thing but i'm just saying when you say that you want everyone in the world to be able to like have food and have hunger i mean uh, have food it's like a place to stay and like be stable just like you are here yeah that also means that you have to kind of get used to not having this type of lifestyle or at least uh not being able to afford everything because like let's say you want to there's a reason that if you want to buy local it's going to cost you more mm. right because there was a video i watched of a guy in china who said like um the first world doesn't have any infrastructure mm. for um manufacturing like 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 if you he, he was talking about a lighter specifically like if you wanted to make a lighter mm-hmm. in 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 uh canada. the u.s or canada yeah. like you got to find the person who like manufactures the the thing that lights up the lighter you have to mm. find the manufacturer who makes the casing for it you have to find the manufacturer who makes the oil the liquids for it and like that lighter at the end of the day, if you wanted that lighter for one dollar you're not gonna be able to make it in this country you're gonna have to find another country like china who has the manufacturing the set and the system set up for it and the cheaper labor set up for, labor set up for it that makes it economically feasible to even sell a lighter so i'm not saying That's this is right point. i'm just saying like the way the world work works right now is messed up but the only reason we're able to have all these luxuries right now right now, where we live is because of how messed up is it, how messed up it is and how much we take advantage of other people in other places in the world yeah i mean uh, i don't know if that makes sense to the people listening right now i don't know if i'm just like sound like i'm being a conspiracy theorist or something right now but not necessarily because i i get what you mean you're saying like yeah. if we didn't outsource yeah uh manufacturing and we we did it in-house or i yeah. guess in country um the cost of materials and labor because we have labor laws and, and also you have to remember people don't want to do those jobs here yeah that too mm-hmm. that too so you you kind of have to factor in paying minimum wage in toronto for example 15 mm-hmm. bucks or whatever it is now i think yeah 15. it's the 15 bucks now right plus the materials mm-hmm. plus um you're paying for the factory like bills mm-hmm. and all that stuff once you factor that in you know the lighter might cost you 20 bucks if if the company wants to actually make a profit yeah from selling it yeah but it's like okay you know, companies will justify their cheap labor by saying, oh, we're, we're doing this so that you can have an affordable product. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it for your sake. How exactly. does that make sense? Because you're exploiting are, other people. Yeah, most people are willing to look the other way to get that cheaper product. You're willing to look... You have an iPhone right here. You're, look, you're willing to look the other way to have this product right here. I would buy it if I'm willing to Canada. look the other way to have... Okay, this is my old phone or whatever. I'm willing to look the other way to have an, uh, a nicer product. We all are... We all pay into this system and you know what's so messed we can't up sc- and we're trying to scrutinize it at the same time what's more messed up is that like if a company decides to go okay you don't want cheap labor we'll move our factories back to canada then the people in that country that they're exploiting are not going to have jobs and then they're going to be even poorer than they already were before well that's the argument a lot of people make right it's like oh if we take that cheap labor away from them, they're not going to have anything to work on right so why can't we just pay them livable wages instead of then you won't be able to afford your products anymore your iphone that costs you a thousand dollars will not be ten thousand dollars or companies can stop being greedy they have shareholders to to uh appease look look at uh netflix netflix literally lost two hundred thousand subscribers they're getting sued by their shareholders now because they lost money and apparently they're trying to add they're trying to bring in ads by the end of this year yeah the whole system piecing out of netflix because the issue with the the market in general Mm. uh, for people who don't know anything about the market is that like 
these companies, when you're buying shares from a company, like now you have a stake in that company. Yeah. And the more shares you have, like the bigger stake you have, right? So if these companies make decisions like Netflix did, um, uh, I forget what changes they made. They increased the cost and a lot of people yeah, were like, Yeah, exactly. Out. If they make decisions that cause that cost them customers mm. and then cost the company revenue, mm-hmm. the shareholders who have enough of a stake can come back to them and be like, you're not making the best decisions for us. Yeah. We're investing in you guys. We're going to sue you and say, oh, because they expect every company on the market right now expects to make more money every yeah, year. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like they, they imagine it to be infinite. Like you can constantly keep making more money. But to constantly be, be making more profits every year and increasing in those profits every year, you're going to have to make cuts in certain places. You're going to have to start taking advantage of, of uh, you, maybe your customer base like Netflix is speaking they of. They can't be doing that because their entire revenue is from their customers. Yeah, so it's essentially a system that's essentially going to eat its... I keep saying essentially. It's going to start eating itself over time. Yeah. And it slowly, as you can see it now, like it's starting to get to that level where the, it, you, it's almost... It, it's not sustainable. Just like our, just like our, just like our oil is not sustainable. Yeah. Just like our, um, the current ways that we generate uh, electricity is not sustainable. Like, there's a lot of things that we do that aren't sustainable. We're kind of just kicking the can down the road to kind of like have the next generation take care of it, and we're kind of the next generation trying to take care of it. But, and, and, but it's it's not getting any better. There's no solutions that are being found. Um, you know what it is. I don't know how I got into this whole thing. <laughs> There's a great poet. Yeah. Who died in the late 90s or, or mid 90s. Yeah. And he said, the more money we come across, the more problems we see. And that was. I'm going to look at you. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> Sarah. It wasn't even Biggie Smalls who said it. It was, it was literally her background, his background singer. Was it Faith Hill? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is her name? Faith Evans? Yeah. yeah. Faith Hill. That's so funny. Faith Hill is Tim McGraw's wife. I yeah. Think. I How just, did you know that? Huh? How did you know that? Uh from uh that show. What show? Um Shoot, I can't remember the show now. Okay, I can't remember okay. the show. Shit. Yeah, it's okay. um, but anyways, like right. oh, this is one of those episodes where we're just like <gasps> Yo, Isha's gonna come in in like four minutes. Okay, guys. Four minutes. Uh, guys. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, we gotta we gotta stop now, Sada. We gotta stop now. Okay, okay, guys. Bye. That's really how we're ending it. Yeah. I will end it. Okay, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, I completely forgot. Uh, we forgot to pray. Yeah. We forgot to pray. Okay. You know, time flies out here. Okay. Time we flies made when it. you're we having made it. fun. Don't worry. Exactly. We made it. So we're good. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, but yeah, I was talking about last thing we were talking about is Trump coming back to Twitter possibly and all these other um, honestly Amir? people who have been banned. Side note: What I really did a mediocre like goodbye, so just delete that entire clip. Okay? Oh, don't worry, I'll do that. Don't worry about it. I, I got the editing, guys. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, there there's that whole uh, idea. So I asked you last, like, what do you think about Trump coming back, and do you think he should be allowed back, or should anybody who was banned from the platform be allowed back on there? I mean, I just think if uh, the if Trump is allowed to come back onto Twitter, mm-hmm. if he's going to be up to the same antics and basically just like cause chaos mm-hmm. uh, and therefore, you know, heavily influence like his followers mm-hmm. to do something messed up, then no, I don't think he should come back. But if he's kind of just like if he's mellowed out a bit and mm-hmm. he's just there for vibes, then yeah. like whatever, let him come back. 
Well, yeah. I guess my 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 whole issue with it mm. is that they say that it's for free speech, but my question is, are they going to let all those other accounts they banned, like the ones that like the terrorist accounts that were banned? I don't think the they would do the that. aggressive people or like the abusers who were banned, that kind of thing, who were like uh, sending like negative because there are people who you know who are typically banned who for like mm. sending negative like bullies and stuff, bullies and stuff to to uh, I- other people, but like. Will those people be allowed back? Because technically, it's freedom of speech, right? Not if you're causing harm. Exactly. The thing is, is the I thing guess about the, freedom guess, of speech is yeah. like you're free to say whatever you want within limits. So it's not really you don't really have freedom of speech. Well, like their argument is that you you have freedom of speech, but you're not you don't have freedom of consequences. So like you can say whatever you want, but the consequences that come after that are you know you you should be expecting them. Therefore, your freedom of speech is within limits. Yeah exactly freedom of limited speech is what yeah and i guess where people um uh expect those consequences to come from Mm -hmm. changes like before uh twitter was the one who would kind of smack that down right away right the Mm -hmm. consequence would be kicked off the platform but now that that's not the case like where will that consequence come from now it's kind of up to the the masses or the people to kind of choose what they do with that person who might be spending out sending out this like negative rhetoric uh you know what though i think that these social media platforms uh the whole thing of banning accounts or shadow banning Mm -hmm. or cancel culture that really only impacts uh social media content creators people that actually make a profit on social media yeah because if they're shadow banned if they're not getting views they're Mm -hmm. not going to be getting paid yeah that's the only group of people that are actually impacted by being canceled yeah or or shadow band or whatever the case is being mm-hmm. held accountable yeah because they have a voice right like right. they really it doesn't make sense to ban someone who has two followers if they're not really if they're saying some like negative stuff but no one's hearing it yeah right yeah they, but they, the thing is is that you could have one person with two followers mm-hmm. that's saying a whole bunch of messed up things yeah then there could be 50 of them they can have a congregation mm-hmm. a group chat or whatever a group on facebook or whatever app and then now that they have this, there's an influence there. There's a group of 50 mm-hmm. of them. They might all have two friends each or two followers each. Mm-hmm. But because they're all able to meet because there's no point in banning these accounts that have two followers. Yeah. You know, that, that it's it's kind of defeating the purpose. So what I think should happen mm-hmm. is this whole freedom of speech within limits. Like there should be certain keywords like bomb. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And the thing is, is like, how do you even filter that? Yeah. You have to put keywords or maybe key phrases or like your. And the thing is that then it, then the whole thing of like uh, privacy comes in, because if you link your uh, Internet history mm-hmm. with it, it's like it's so complicated. And I think so I think what we're figuring out with this whole situation is that like the Internet, even though it's been around, it feels like it's been around for a long time. We're still figuring out to this day yeah. how it should work. Right. Because the Internet is just giving literally everybody on this earth a platform yeah that's the problem yeah like i think there was a video i was watching recently there was this uh, streamer called uh, uh pokimane and she said that like there was a story that was made about her where she was like uh what was it oh my god i can't remember it now oh yeah she like said the n-word like seven or nine nine years ago or something like that mm-hmm. it was once when she's like 17 and she's she's already spoke about it and like uh i think her, her background is moroccan uh, I think at that point, maybe she thought she was allowed to say it or whatever. Um, and then there's one tweet made about them, like, bringing it up, even though she's already brought it up in the past. Mm-hmm. And, oh, no, sorry. I'm mixing this up with a different situation. Sorry, my bad. So 
recently because like she's moroccan so she still has curly hair right mm-hmm. and recently she uh chose to wear her her hair like naturally okay and there was one or two tweets that said like you're appropriating black culture even though she was just wearing her hair naturally because they're saying you're black fishing by making your hair look curly and just wearing it out like that like like afro like who said that a black person yeah but a it black was only yeah but it was only one or two people and the funny thing is that her audience mm-hmm. and a majority of the people were for it they're like oh we love this we love yeah. seeing you naturally we love seeing you like in your natural state but because of those one two tweets that were taken by a bunch of articles mm-hmm. it seemed like it was the masses saying that it seemed like it was a majority when really it was just uh, literally like one or two people right yeah so that's the issue with the social media these days that like one's one person one person's voice can be sound like a thousand voices really it's just that one person depending on how articles spin it and that's what we're trying to figure out these days like how do you how do you get that context out to people right that this is not the majority of people this is just a few people yeah and then you also have to go into like what are your like what is your boundary what's your limit of like who Mm -hmm. gets banned and who doesn't get banned yeah you know yeah, because that goes back to like the conservative issue, where not conservative issue, but sorry, like, like a lot of the debates are going on between conservatives and liberals and stuff. Like, mm. you don't realize like it could be just five people arguing, arguing with five people. Like, yeah. it, it's it may seem like, and then they, this uh, the the news sites or whatever, and the I don't know CNN and all these other oh, TV sh- sites sites TV uh, networks. networks. Sorry, I I don't know why I'm forgetting the word, <laughs> but they can take those five or ten people having a conversation and having like a really um negative back and forth conversation like almost argument Mm. and make it seem like the whole party is having that argument and make it like a team thing Mm. and then they get their whole like base on one side they get the other base on the other side when it really just with like an argument between two people and like it it didn't really um it wasn't as big as they made it seem they just kind of blew it out of proportion and that's what happened and that's how you led to things like trump um becoming so popular yeah that people were like just blowing regular conversations out of proportion and then making teams out of it and then but also kind of, uh, uh what do you call it again extremizing uh, what do you say make when you when you make something extreme uh exaggerating no when you like have two extremes on one side um uh, yeah what do you mean oh, they made like extremists on both sides essentially if that makes sense yeah but at the same time it's like trump was very aware that this was happening and did not condone it i mean he didn't what do you mean he didn't stop he didn't it condemn it yeah yeah he didn't, what's the word we did this yeah, last he didn't condemn too. it yeah like he didn't stop it like he just like mm-hmm. he let he lit the match and was like good luck yeah and, and then now, when shit hit the fan he was like oh did i do that like maybe maybe we need to figure out now that he's gonna be let back maybe he's gonna be, he said he's not gonna come back oh he himself. said he's not like yeah, he, he said he has you know he has his own net social networking network mm-hmm. site that he's trying to uh, put up but honestly he's he loves attention so yeah. i feel like no matter what he's gonna come back he's gonna come back yeah yeah he, <laughs> he loves attention headlines too much. everywhere yeah trump is back on twitter yeah like he he's a narcissist so he needs that attention yeah and his social side is probably not getting that much attention if he knows he can get his twitter back he's probably gonna do that that's true uh but now we need to figure out like with these people coming back to the platform mm-hmm. how are we gonna have these healthy debates to get the right information out there and be able to maybe find a, a place in the middle instead of being on such extremes because these people getting banned just led to more people becoming extremists and leaving the platform and going to other places but if they come back maybe there can be some actual civil discourse now 
now that we know that they're not going to be banned for saying something that the left doesn't like to hear, if that makes sense. Well, if they're Trump supporters... Or we don't like to hear. Like, a lot of, like we've been saying before, like, the ones that are, that like, basically idolize every single word that he says... Mm -hmm. They don't really, their IQ is not that high. So mm -hmm. I don't think they're capable of having uh, a civilized conversation or a debate. Or and that's what the that. left's approach is to it, right? They're like, we can't even let them be on these platforms because the people that support them have don't have that ability to be think critically about what if they're they saying. Can, if they can try, because, mm -hmm. you know, if the effort is there mm -hmm. where the left and right wing, mm -hmm. both extreme sides are willing to... Uh, be open-minded and and have the you know share the platform yeah where they can both express themselves maybe not to the extreme like within limits basically yeah um then i think it could work but i just don't see that happening but that was the issue the issue was that twitter was be was banning these people so that conversation couldn't even happen anymore because they were being is they were kicking them out mm -hmm. and it was just essentially sending into other platforms where it mm -hmm. becomes like a a incubation of 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 mm. thoughts of their thoughts only right yeah so like they just start to fester in their own thoughts and become more extremist because they can't they are no longer allowed to debate this on a, a larger platform like twitter but but now if they're allowed really to come say, back could you really say that you know some hardcore trump supporter comes on twitter and it talks to someone who's super left mm-hmm do you really think that this Trump supporter is going to change his mind just because he spoke to someone from the left? No, they're probably going to engage in some like very hostile argument online. He's going to have his supporters like being mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, or harding his tweets or whatever, and then vice versa with the other side. Like, I don't think it's going to change anything. Yeah, it's not going to change the world. I don't think so. I really don't. Yeah, because they're not going into the into the that space with that mindset. They're but going. But do you in, think? Do you, but I I felt like the the fact that it led to them getting banned mm -hmm. only made those people more extreme with their views and kind of made them because not everyone when you ban someone, voice though amir but when you ban someone like that someone big like that i'm not talking about the small people. when you talk, yeah. ban someone big like that yeah it almost reinforces in their thoughts like oh they were speaking so much truth <laughs> that the left couldn't even handle it and had to kick them off their own platform that's probably how they think and you get those people who were on the fence or like somewhat on the fence mm -hmm. to kind of lean more towards uh, um, the extremists on the on the right side there. I don't know what the solution would be, but I genuinely don't believe that you know allowing these the banned profiles to come back and mm -hmm. now express themselves. I don't think that's going to change the world. I just don't think it's going to. It's going to be interesting. To like see what unless happens. Trump does like a one eighty and yeah. he's like everything I said in the past was wrong. Yeah, I don't think, especially him for like the amount of influence that he somehow has, mm -hmm. unless he condones certain things mm -hmm. but then it's like then what about the left side because mm -hmm. there are people who are super left yeah you know like i think when you're extreme on either side like everything should be done in moderation like if mm -hmm. you're too extreme to one side or the other you're always gonna be a little bit you're, you know mm -hmm. like they're like I, I wouldn't say that we're super liberal liberal we're also not super conservative we're somewhere in the middle yeah that's an interesting conversation too because i feel like muslims like practicing muslims don't mm. have a party if that makes sense like like yeah, we have in some aspects were conservative in some aspects were more liberal exactly. yeah so exactly um but that's i think people in general there's no one who, i don't believe there's a single person 
Mm. Except for maybe some of those, okay, maybe some of those extremists, I won't say no one, but a majority of people are like all over the spectrum when it comes to uh, where they lie politically. Yeah. Like there's, I don't think it's, and that's why it's so hard to choose. Like in Canada, we sort of have multiple choices, but in Canada, in America, we only have two choices. <laughs> yeah. Like it can be so confusing on exactly what to do. And that's why a lot of them don't come out to vote because like our vote doesn't matter. We don't care which way it goes. That or the political party leaders, they like conservative, like, uh, I don't know what they're called in America. Democrats. Yeah. Democrats and Repub- Republicans. Republicans are the conservatives, right? Yeah. They I feel like their tactic is to touch on certain topics that are important to people who not like there's there's the typical conservatives, the typical Republicans. And then there's the ones that you wouldn't expect to be a Republican. But they Mm -hmm. like they focus on certain topics to to reel those people in. You know, I don't know what those topics are, but it's more like social. um, Yeah, like economic stuff or like, I don't know. Uh, That's how no, Trump now won, now no? they've they've kind of moved away from the economic stuff and they're oh. kind of more just going to like things like abortion or like yeah um, I've seen that a lot uh, actually gay pro- rights and yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. well not that one anymore that one's kind of in the past or drugs drugs is a big one too mm. that kind of thing the drug war or the border yeah those are the three main ones the border um, what was how about that? jobs what jobs they don't really they don't really mention that anymore like it's not Dang. one of their main talking points Dang, okay. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's just interesting. I will see what happens. When, this was uh, a good talk. Exactly. We, yeah. we kind of went on a little bit long there, but yeah. uh, <laughs> hopefully you guys like this longer episode. <laughs> uh, hopefully some of that was interesting for y'all. And uh, remember to also like the video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on all our social platforms. You already know what to do, guys. This is episode 48 now. Um, and yeah. Should we do a Q&A for episode 50? I feel like we, had a, we, have, we Maybe. have gained a lot of new followers. Yeah uh in, in recent times and for those of you that are newer and maybe don't know us as well as our og followers mm-hmm. we might do a q a for episode yeah. 50 so we'll think about it we'll, yeah, see. we'll think about okay. it we'll see yeah uh but yeah thank you again for listening guys and we'll talk to you later <laughs> bye why do we both do it the same way <laughs>